Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ and Bubble Boy are in the studio with me. And we got uh, Jerry the Diver Guy and Barry the Bugger connected via the web, part of the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. We have placed our bets for Bugfest, so Barry's boat is up for grabs if uh, myself and CJ... Outdo him in the lobster catching uh, craze that is going to, you know, happen here in about a week and a half. So uh, I don't know. We get where we're going to keep it at your place or my place. The boat. Uh, you, think, uh, you know, we'll flip for it. Or flip we'll for just, it. Uh, or alternate. we'll alternate. There yeah. you go. I like that uh, plan of action because uh, we're going to win. We're going to slay oh, way more lobster than they are. Definitely going to win. Up yeah, to the uh, twenty-four lobster limit over a two-day period. That we uh, can partake in. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Lobsters purchased at the lo- local grocery store. With no, 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 no. You can't now. change the rules now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop it. All right. Uh, to help moderate uh, this nonsense, we brought in the big guns. Uh, Dan Orr is with us from Dan Orr Consulting, among many, many other things. And good friend of Scuba Radio on uh, with us. Dan, how are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. How are you folks doing? And we are great, but I know you're doing good. You just uh, celebrated your birthday in uh, Grand Cayman, or actually it was what? Cayman Brack, where you uh, were? Little Cayman. Little, Little Cayman. Cayman. Oh, okay. That's even better. Bug. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've had on, had you on the show, so I wanted to bring you on talk about some of that. And I don't know. Okay. First off, I guess, since we're talking about lobster uh, catching, I know you always like to get out there like everybody needs to be a little... Uh, I don't know, get their skills checked out and that kind of stuff. Uh, He's the voice of reason among the craziness (laughs) and lobster fever fanatics that kind of percolate through this show. You have any? Jerry, talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) That'll set him him straight or right off off into the abyss. But uh, I don't know. You have any words of wisdom when it comes to lobster hunting before we get into your trip stuff? Uh, words of wisdom, uh, not only for lobster, but just the general times that we're dealing with, because yeah. a lot of people are coming back to the water from being away from the water during during COVID, yeah. and uh, your skills do degrade over time, so you need to make sure your skills are up to par. Uh, if you haven't been in the water in a while, you know, take a very slow approach to it, maybe even take a refresher course, uh, but practice those critical skills. That's really, really important. Yeah, you know, I mean, Barry uh, degrades just period. You don't even have to put <laughs> skills on that. 
over time. And uh, but the, but but you know, like I said, uh, Dan Orr gives us words of wisdom, and it's just a friendly reminder, a public service announcement. And he gets out there. I think I've you you like record these TV things and internet uh, things every every lobster season. You've done that quite a bit over the last few years, right? I have done that. Plus, I have uh, done regular webinars. I've done forty five webinars during COVID. Wow. Okay. Is that all? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. try to keep busy, keep out of trouble, keep off the streets. Well, okay, keeps him off the streets at night. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, when he's not on the streets, he's in Little Cayman celebrating his birthday. Mm. And then, what was that? The first time you'd been back to Little Cayman uh, since COVID, I assume, or what? Yeah, actually, it's the first time I've been back to Little Cayman for twenty-five years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, last time I was last time I was there was oh, I take that back. Last time I was at the Southern Cross Club was twenty five years ago. Uh, the last time I was actually in Little Cayman was during a Dan medical course that we were doing there. Yeah, uh, and that was probably about fifteen years ago. Nice. But I'll tell you, it hasn't changed at all. I mean, it was just fantastic diving. The reefs were very healthy. We didn't see hardly any coral damage whatsoever. Uh, we saw sharks on every dive. We saw turtles on every dive. Sweet. We saw uh, squids. I mean, it was it was fantastic. It was a good day. A dive. It was a good, good few days. Day day. Yeah. Yep, I great. mean, do you think it? Uh, because you know, Cayman in particular has really been locked down uh, during yeah. COVID. So, I mean, you know, anecdotally, do you think that uh, the reef benefited, or is it hard to say in that regard? Yeah, it's really kind of hard to say, but uh, I think, you know, divers really don't do that much damage to the reefs. I mean, most right. divers are out there. They're very careful with their buoyancy control, uh, and they don't do a whole lot of damage. Plus, the people uh, in the Cayman Islands have been very protective of their reefs, yeah. uh, especially in Little Cayman. Now, you do a lot to make sure that the reefs are healthy and stay healthy. I agree. I, yeah, I mean, we get a bad rap sometimes, and you hear that argument like, well, you know, COVID's been actually great for the oceans, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. You kind of need us divers out there on the front line to report what's going on first off. And if there's no one doing it, there's no one else uh, down there to keep, you know tell everybody uh, topside what's been going on or what all the cool stuff down there, right? You think? Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, that's part of promoting the sport because that's one thing that I try to do whenever I travel. I try to put photos on my Facebook page and especially when they're diving-related photos so people can see what they're missing if they don't get involved in the sport. Right. Exactly. And, and as far as uh, uh, any particular critter that you like uh, to see when you're in a place like Little Cayman, or you just, it doesn't matter, whatever you happen to see on. Uh, no, nah, it really dive. doesn't matter, but I do love the squids. I I think the I'm squids a big fan, too. Yeah, they seem yeah. smart. They're like the uh, underwater aliens, aren't they? They, they are. Just, and I'd actually ask to see the Kraken, but uh, we weren't lucky enough to see the Kraken. Oh, someone else in your group did, though. <laughs> Had they well, been drinking Kraken? Or, or, yeah. Well, every time we go diving with Barry, we see the Kraken. Okay. That was, that was but that's when you follow him uh, as your buddy pair. As you know, Barry, Barry and Jerry like to uh, dive single file. And, you know, I guess that means Barry's... <laughs> Uh, Barry's the catcher is that, no, that, that's a whole other problem. Anyway, moving on, uh, you know, the, the other cool stuff, uh, that Dan gets to do is try out new stuff. And there's this new product that we saw, I don't know, last year or two, uh, especially made a pretty big splash team of this year. But, uh, what is it? The Avilo? How, how do you say it? Avelo. Avelo. Okay. It's the Avelo system. Yeah. And, and that is a, how, how would you describe that system? Well, well, first of all, I mean, uh, 
I had heard about it before, but I was able to attend their presentation they did at the, at the recent DEMA show this past year. Mm-hmm. And like everybody, I mean, I was skeptical because it's so radically different and dramatically different than what we're used to diving with. Because for one thing, you don't wear a buoyancy compensator with it. Um, and so after that, after the presentation, I went and talked to them. And then I had an opportunity uh, to go to Maui and do some test dives with the system. And I went through what they call their uh, recreational velo diver program. Uh, where I had an opportunity to take their online course that they do, uh, that you're required to do before you use the equipment. Right. Then I met with the instructor, in fact, the founder, uh, Aviad Kahana, uh, and he ran me through all of the specifics about the system. Then we made a number of dives uh, offshore there in Maui. And it it was, it was um, transformational. Really? Because, for one thing, it is lighter than a standard 80. Yeah. Uh, you don't wear a buoyancy compensator. And I was wearing a three mil suit. Now, when I wore a three mil suit in Little Cayman recently, I was wearing 16 pounds of lead. When I wore a three mil suit with the Avello system, I was wearing four pounds of lead. Hmm. Uh, and I had no no drag because of the buoyancy compensators, since there wasn't one. And then once you get into what they call the zone of neutral buoyancy, I was actually neutrally buoyant from uh, the bottom all the way to the safety stop without any buoyancy changes whatsoever. How about and that? You couldn't have that. You couldn't have that if you're wearing standard equipment because you have air in your BC, uh, and that's going to expand and contract. And and so there really were no dramatic buoyancy changes that you had. So I was I was really impressed. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I've understood or went through the uh, lowdown like at the DEMA show, and they told me how, what yeah. it's supposed to do. But it basically kind of takes away the problem of having neutral buoyancy when you're diving or getting through that uh, initial curve. Is that right? Yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot of benefits. I mean, one of the benefits is you don't wear nearly as much lead. And so therefore you don't have that overweighting issue, which is un- unfortunately common in the diving world. Um, so you're wearing a minimal amount of lead. You don't have buoyancy compensators. So you have no drag caused by the BCD. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break and we'll explain a little bit more in depth how this system works next. Stay close. Is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExplorerVentures.com. That's ExplorerVentures.com. 
Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, and audible.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Hi, I'm Manny. I'm your dive master leading aquacate, and you hear Scuba Radio. Yeah, wait, you're the lead dive master on the aquacat? What are you? Yes, sir. I'm the lead dive master. Okay, do it again. One more time. You kidding? No. Okay, guys, I'm Manny. I'm your Dime Master Lead and Aquacat. And you're here at Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. The what? <laughs> okay. Hi, guys, I'm Manny. I'm a dive instructor and Aquacat. And you're listening, our, you're listening to a Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to The dive. world's first radio show devoted to dive. You kidding me? Uh, you did it, trust Translate. This is the world's first radio show oh, devoted to diving. Oh, I can do it slow. Okay, do it slow. Yeah, yeah, do slow. The world's first Radio. Radio. Show. Show. Devoted to. Devoted to diving. Devoted. Devoted. Devoted to diving. For the Spanish speakers. La mejor radio estación de radio devota de lo que es el buceo. Well, that's easier said than done. Uh, for me, at least. Uh, I am Greg the Dive Master. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. And uh, CJ and Bubble Boy in the studio, uh, Barry the Bugger, uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, and our special guest, Dan Orr, with us right now, who has been diving the new Avello, 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 Avello diving system. Quite right, yeah. And one of the uh, cool things or unique things about this dive system is it's pretty much been developed from the ground up, and it kind of makes it easier, especially for beginner divers. Uh, you, you don't have to go through the whole buoyancy problem that uh, is one of the big learning curve issues in an open water certification. Is that right? Do I have that correct, Dan? Or what do well, you, think? you have to understand the concept of buoyancy control in a little bit more detail than you normally would, uh, but that helps you understand what's going on with the system. But yeah. uh, you're right. It is something that's going to be easier for people to use, and I think it'll also help people to come back to the sport because it's not going to be quite as complicated since you don't have uh, the addition of a buoyancy compensator or the addition of a lot of a lot of weights. Right, it's like uh, automatic buoyancy compensation. Is it yeah, in, I, a, I, in a sense maybe? Yeah. Well, it's not really automatic because you actually control it yourself. You do. Uh, so okay. it, it works like the like a submarine ballast tank. So you push a button and it pumps water into the cylinder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a bladder on the inside of the cylinder that compresses the bladder and that changes your buoyancy, and makes you more negative. 
Okay. And so then you achieve neutral buoyancy and you're neutrally buoyant throughout the water column. And then when you're ready to come back to the surface, you simply evacuate the water out of the cylinder and it makes you slightly positive. And then what's nice about it, you're climbing up the ladder with a cylinder that weighs a lot less than an 80 and you have very few weights on. And so it's going to be a lot easier to climb up that ladder at the end of the dive. Okay. So it's lighter for sure. And, and would you say though, the learning curve for someone, especially just uh, starting out and learning this, it would find it uh, easier to master than just going through regular open circuit or yeah. it's hard to yeah, say. I, yeah, I think so. I think so because you don't have the complication that you do with the buoyancy control using a buoyancy compensator. Because that's a skill uh, that you have to learn yeah. by doing uh, quite a few dives to really exactly master your right. buoyancy, right? So yeah. this kind of yeah. skips exactly. that step to a certain extent. That's what how it was explained to me, so I'm, I'm glad you're backing me up on that. But, uh, yeah, having somebody like you that actually has dove it and uh, gives it a thumbs up sounds sounds pretty good so i mean yeah. you know it's a little it's a totally different system i think the negative to it is that it is foreign to traditional scuba diving enthusiasts and they look at this like gosh i don't understand this why you know are, are we recreating the wheel do we need to or or what what do you think in that regard yeah i mean i mean when i looked at the system and the dives i made plus also reviewing all their materials uh i kept trying to come up with a list of potential negatives. Yeah. And there are very few. Uh, there are very few because you're absolutely right. It's something new, and some people may not be rushing to embrace new new technology. But I think once you understand uh, the benefits of it, I think uh, people are going to embrace it. People are going to want to do it. Uh, the only other thing that's a little bit different, uh, there are actually two things. One thing is that uh, the valve on there uses a DIN fitting. So you need either a DIN fitting uh, on your regulator or an adapter to dive with it. Plus, the one thing that I found strange, but uh, it makes sense, is the fact that the cylinder is mounted in the backpack backwards. Mm. Uh, so it opens away from your head instead of towards the back of your head. And they do that uh, because the cylinder is a little bit longer than a standard 80. Yeah. And so yeah. it, it really prevents uh, uh, the problem of possibly bumping your head on the regulator. Ah. Uh, uh, but you can actually put it the other way too. But uh, the way I was diving, it, I had the cylinder in the backpack backwards. But, gotcha. Uh, I mean, those are really minor things, but the mm -hmm. benefits of it far outweigh any of those minor issues that you have. Well, there you go. Barry, what do you think about this? Has a hand up. Yeah. Well, you got to turn your mic on, though, Barry. That would help. <laughs> Damn. Sorry Damn about you. that. I was trying to be nice. Uh, <laughs> the only issue I see, this, I mean, it sounds like a great system, but dive shops are going to have to. You know, these things are filled up to 4,350 PSI. So you're going to have to have a dive shop that is willing to um, fill these things to their full pressure. Yeah, and I don't think that's really going to be a major problem. Uh, because I think a lot of compressors now actually can handle that kind of pressure. They're just not used to using it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It just, it, and it's, it's, you know, these folks that uh, created this, uh, you talked about the DIN setting or uh, fitting on the regulator. That's kind of a UK standard anyway. So, and that's where they're yeah, from. It, or where? But, yeah, it's it's European. I mean, they're, yeah. they're very common in Europe. They're just not very common in the United States. Right. And I think it's a good system because, for one thing, with the DIN fitting, you have a captured O-ring. So right. you're less likely right. to blow an O-ring with that yeah. kind of yeah. And if I recall, the DIN system was designed for higher pressures to begin with. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, more pressure. I mean, that gives you more air, too, I guess, to use. Exactly. It? Yeah, you have some you more bottom, bottom time, time potentially, or no? Yeah, and you're, you're I mean, you're, I noticed the fact that I was much more streamlined, and therefore my... My breathing rate was down. The workload was definitely a lot, lot less, and and therefore my air consumption was a lot lower. And so I, I mean I, I, I love the system. I had yeah. a great time. 
Well, you know, it's one of these things where it it's new. Uh, you know, if you're a traditionalist, you might have you know have some questions. Like and that's why I wanted to ask and find out. Yeah. But uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah. you know, they were saying the same type of stuff when rebreathers first came out, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it oh. seems similar in the way that they're going to have to set up. You know, these uh, a velo, you know, type of uh, operations. You know, because you're you're going to have to change the infrastructure of uh, having these units available at different dive shops around the world, right? Yeah, and they're they're developing a plan right now to do that. I don't know what that plan is, but uh, but there will be a plan to get the equipment out once it's readily available, which probably should be sometime next year. And, you know, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, I'm a traditional diver myself. And and so when I sat through the initial presentation, when it, when it began, I kind of looked around the room, and there were a lot of other instructors, a lot of experience, and, and they were all shaking their head because they, they couldn't, grasp the difference that this system makes in diving and so after that was over i talked to a number of them and i talked to a number of them since then uh and i think once people understand how this system really works uh i think they can they can certainly see the benefits there you go dan Orr, it gets his seal of approval and i like it if he says it's good it's probably uh it's probably pretty good so we'll see where it goes more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Yo, that was crazy, right? Who knew? I mean, everything's set. It's a lock. We good to go. We in the money. And he trips underwater. Who in the hell of it trips underwater? Shouldn't even be here. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dime Master. That's uh, Phil Narcosis, our old buddy. I just talked to him or actually exchanged some texts uh, with him a couple weeks ago. And that was one of his songs, uh, Inner Space, I believe, is the name of that one. Phil Narcosis. Google it. Uh, Nico. Uh, he has all kinds of music he does, but he, he's back diving down in West Palm Beach. So we hope hopefully we're going to get him back on the show here pretty soon. But uh, but first, we got to go to Fiji. 
Uh, and uh, before we do, I guess we got to clear it with the uh, Fijian authorities. And we got the next best thing. Steve-O from Voli Voli Resort is connected with us live in Fiji. By the way, the time change from the East Coast or from Florida, where we are right now, and Fiji is so drastically different that you know Fiji is in the future. And so, Steve, <laughs> it's like Sunday morning, even though we're doing the show on a Saturday afternoon. It's he already knows Sunday. what happened yesterday. Exactly. He already knows who won the lobster contest. Well, well, I don't know if that's true or not. Steve, are you with us? Come in, Steve. Yeah. Full of great. How are you, mate? Bula, there you go. Yes. Hey, uh, we're doing good. We are doing good. We got our uh, flights pretty much set for our trip in September to uh, Fiji. And uh, looking forward to it. Are, are you, they going to allow us back in the country? You think, Steve? Have you kept all the what? stuff that happened up happened last time at your resort uh, on the down low, or what? I think enough time has passed, Greg, that they've forgotten about all the mischief that happened last time. Okay, the statute of limitations. Well, that only applies expired. to you because the three, the <laughs> other three of us, haven't been there yet. That's true. I'm ringing so. CJ, uh, Jerry, the diver guy, and Mermaid, uh, Kristen. So we're, uh, we're clean slate. Yeah, they, they uh, don't know what to expect. So I'm the only one who's been there to feed. You see, everybody else was not allowed to come back. I was the only one who's allowed back in the country. So that's a whole other story for another day that we probably don't want to. We don't want to revisit that, do we, Steve? We want to leave that. No, no. Yeah, exactly. All toes and bodies are intact yeah, at the moment. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, man, it's good to hear your voice. How are things at Voli Voli uh, Resort there in Fiji? It's been good, Greg. We've been really busy since um, Fiji reopened its borders last December. Um, you know, packing in those two years of divers that missed out. You know, getting people back into the water and just having a all around good time. Yeah. Now, uh, for folks like CJ and Jerry, um, what, what do you think, or what's the like the the first reaction you get to divers who've never been to your part of the world as far as uh, you know their, after their first dive there with Voli Voli? And Fiji. Just the color, just the colors, Greg. You know, yeah. we've got beautiful hard and soft corals. The amount of fish life, like Fiji was voted a few years ago, the best place in the world to do your safety stop because the reefs come up to within 15 feet of the surface and they're just covered with so much life that you could pretty much spend your whole dive just doing your safety stop. That is true. Yeah, the way the profile is, you can go down there, dive between, a, you know, say you do a dive like at uh, 60 feet or so, and then... You'll kind of work your way along the along a, a coral trench, let's say, and then at the end, you know, you got to go up to fifteen feet. Well, the coral goes up that high, so you just kind of go up one of the coral heads or bombies or just the ge- ge- you know geography of the Fijian reef there, and spend your safety uh, stop right there on top of the reef, and it is just spectacular. I mean, some of the best dives we've had have been. You know, some of the critters I've seen in Fiji have been on the safety stop, actually. And it's just so colorful, like you said. It's just phenomenal diving. These guys have no idea what awaits them other than, you know, trying to, you know, you, I don't, I honestly don't think you can oversell it, CJ. Can't wait, man. Can't yeah. wait. Now, uh, CJ read something that it's humpback whale season right now in Fiji. Is that true or what's going on in that regard there, Steve? They have been passing through. Um, Tonga is a bit more well known for the, the, um, the humpbacks, like the migration through there, but we have yeah. seen a few so far this season and schools of, um, uh, what do you call it, pilot whales and stuff cruising through. So nice. they are cruising on through. 
Well, okay. So just everyone, so everyone knows we're going to be going to three different resorts in Fiji, but where Voli Voli is, is in a place called Rocky Rocky. Am I saying it correct? If I remember, yep, that's correct. there buddy. you go. And yep. it's a, it's about a two hour drive, maybe a little plus from Nandi International Airport up the East coast of Fiji, the main Island that you fly into. And so we're going to go there, spend a few days and the reef right off of Voli Voli resort is one of the most uh, famous in Fiji. Is that right? Is that the, which, which one is that called or the Bly waters or something or what? Bly waters pass through us, but um, the most, Famous area would be the Vatira Marine Park, which is 100 square kilometers of protected waters. So, excellent, and yeah. that's right off the coast of your resort. Is that it? Yeah, so it's about a, a 45 minute boat ride, and then we've got dive sites from five minutes away to an hour and a half away. I love it. Depending on what people do, I love it. And you know, Voli Voli Resort is truly unique. Uh, you know, I've, I've already talked about how when you go to Fiji, it's more of a cultural experience. Because you you meet the local villagers that uh, live in Fiji, but but at Voli Voli in particular, what's unique about it? It's a family owned resort that Steve and his uh, his dad and I don't know maybe even grandfather are part of this. But it, but it's you and your dad and your brother and your family. Are you guys still getting together every day at five o'clock for happy hour there at the resort yeah, or what? Yeah, every afternoon down at the Rub Bar, uh, you know the closest draft beer to the. It's right beside the dive shop, so I love it. Yeah, back from a dive, you can. Yeah, Steve doesn't have a Fijian it. accent. That's a New Zealand accent. Kiwi <laughs> by that. Yeah, and but but you actually have like draft beer shipped in from from New Zealand or something like that. Is are you still doing that craziness or no, what? No, it's um, it's all locally um brewed beer now. Okay, all right, you've converted to the local yes. stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. What what is it called? Fijian what? Fiji bitter and Fiji gold are probably the two predominant beers in in the country. Okay, and, and of course they're made with that uh, Fiji water stuff, so it, it, it's tasty, yep. a tasty concoction. Concoction, it'll get you there faster uh, for sure. And the fact that they get together with all the guests every day, five o'clock happy hour there at Voli Voli Resort, it really brings everyone together. It's a truly unique experience at Voli Voli. And, I, you know, I can't believe so much time has passed since we've been there before, Steve. But, you know, there's this, you know, that whole issue of, of what happened last time we were there. And I guess, yeah, we had to let a, a good distance of time pass before we could come back, right? you got to tell me that off the air now. Yeah. I'm, now I well, want to know. <laughs> what do you think? I, 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 was, I want to know if he's going to have me a bottle of that rum he had at Dima. Well, I'm sure they're going to have a, a few. <laughs> They'll have a few different things for us to try in that regard. What, what, what was that, Steve? Uh, Ratu, what was it? Yeah, the Ratu Signature Rum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So, you yeah, know, when good. we're not diving, we might have a, a cocktail or two and hang with the Darling family, and uh, it'll be a good time. Are, are you ready for us, Steve? Are you, are you, you know, what are you, you going to, like, set up some padded rooms or something? <laughs> or I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we've all matured a little bit, haven't we, Greg? Oh, God, no. <laughs> He's only gotten worse. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it, it'll that be a be good, good time. It'll be a good time. Yeah, we, we got, uh, like I said, CJ uh, has never been there. Jerry, the diver guy, mermaid. Kristen is coming out. She'll uh, pose for photos and things. We'll do some mermaid stuff possibly with her. But everybody wants to get in some quality diving and uh, hanging with your crew there at Voli Voli Resort. So that's going to happen the first week of September. We're going to broadcast from the 
from the resort with Steve and his fam, the whole thing. It's going to be quite a quite a thing. Really looking forward to it. We'll have to hit visit some waterfalls and do some other topside craziness too, right, Steve? Yeah, for sure. Um, Sonny, who was the head barman when you guys were here last time, has now set up his own little tour business. So um, he, he's looking forward to taking you guys out and showing you some of the, the Fijian culture and geography and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. We have we got to drink some kava. We got to drink some kava and do the uh, kava crab back to our uh, back to our rooms each night. More coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. We should probably sign up for the uh, scuba boat as soon as we get there because I hear it fills up really quick. Did you ever feel like we've been on this vacation before? Scuba diving and we did that in Bali and Costa Rica and Hawaii. Maybe this is Fiji. We've never been to Fiji. So it's like that's a whole different island and the resort there is beautiful and you know the scuba diving there is going to be totally different because it's different water, different fish. It's going to be really good. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. Are you excited? Mm -hmm. I am. I'm really excited. I am excited. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ and Bubble Boy with me here in the studio. And then we got uh, Barry the Bugger, Jerry the Diver Guy, Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad connected via the web. And if that weren't enough, we're connected live with Fiji uh, with Steve Darling from Voli Voli Resort there in Rocky Rocky, Fiji. Uh, he's in the future. It's Sunday morning, even though we're doing the show in the afternoon. He's in the future. Uh, he's planning to give us a lotto numbers uh, here, I believe, and uh, momentarily. And we, we're going to win big and then go to Fiji so we can come back to all our friends back in the States and say, Suck it, losers! Yeah, that's what you do. Isn't that right, Steve, when you go to Fiji? That's a pretty common thing that all the the visitors to the, uh, I don't know, what, what do they call it? The It's not the nature island. What do they call Fiji these days? What do they call it? Sure. Oh, it be, what it? it used to be the Capital Isles, but the the what Isles? Say that again. The Campbell Isles. The Camel Islands. No, the that's cannibal. A, cannibal. The Cannibal. The Cannibal. Oh, Island. the Cannibal Islands. Is that what the? Is that what you said? Oh, the Cannabis Islands. Yep. Oh, right. So, well, uh, we were talking about perfect. that earlier. Yeah. Now <laughs> you you can back me up on this because they didn't believe me. But I said out of our four-person scuba radio group going to Fiji that we have to designate the first person that will be eaten for the others to survive and carry on if we were to get stranded in Fiji somewhere, either out on the water or, you know, someplace where we're touring around the islands. And and you know me, and I'm uh, indispensable, so it obviously wouldn't be me, but of uh, how, how do you usually determine which person is sacrificed to the Fijian gods in that that kind of situation. How do you look at that? As you remember last time, I think it's a little hit and miss. Um, um, Mermaid Tony had a very close call <laughs> with that Hannibal. That's right. She did. She she had an incident. 
And uh, it, but but as far as like who was going to be eaten first, you know the the dive. Ma- I would ask him when we go on the dive boats. Okay, look at our crew. Who and they always look for the oldest and fattest. Marbly fat, great. Yeah, yeah. They Marbly said fat, fat means flavor. So that's why you're taking. So they yeah, must grill. Right, yeah. They must grill. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, well, yeah. Good to know you all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Jerry, the diver guy, stepping up. Me along, buddy. Way to take one for the team, there, Jerry. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's marinated in yeah. the, in the moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's preservable. Yeah. He's too flammable. He's not marinated. I, he's pickled. Yeah. I may, I may not be good to eat. Pickled Jerry's feet. That might I, be good. I don't that know. might help with the flavor. Right. Steve, you know, you've met uh, Jerry the Diver Guy at Dima. I mean, so yeah, he's kind of, he comes with his own uh, marinade. How about that? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. We'll um, dip him in some Rossi's signature on when he's here. The cannibals will love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, Jerry. Uh, just, just bury me with one. Well, I'll tell you, once you get there and get a couple dives in, he's going to say, well, you know, just just end it now. I've done everything. Barbecue. Go ahead, eat me. Uh, I have done everything now. I've been to the top of the mountain here yeah. diving. Uh, Fiji is really, really something. So it's going to be an amazing thing. And then topside, you know, you know, like I said, Voli Voli Resort is pretty unique, but the people in Fiji are phenomenal. But you go to their local village, and they'll they'll bring you into their home, and you'll drink kava. Now... <laughs> Now, uh, CJ uh, in particular, I've told him about this, Steve, and he thinks I'm punking him right now. But uh, just based on every other past experience, well, you. you know, you know, don't let uh, you know past, you know, I mean, how many times do I have to fall for this crap? Transgressions, you know, go against me. And this, <laughs> this is the truth. This is how you celebrate the Fijian culture with the locals. You, you yeah, drink that's what you always say. Together. Every time we go to a new island or a new country to go do some cool exotic diving, there's always something that you try to get me to do. Well, yeah, but this is the truth. <laughs> this time I'm not uh, making it up. Steve, back me up. Tell them they got to drink kava with the, with everybody, right? Isn't that part of the thing? 100%. Yep. See? See, and, and, they, and they should wear a coconut bra and a grass skirt, or as they say in, in Fiji, a Sulu. They're supposed to wear that, right? So they can fit yeah, Sulu. in. Yeah, yeah. See, hundred percent. He's saying again. Oh, he's breaking up. I didn't hear him. No, a Sulu is what they call the the you oh know, skirt. My. Yeah. Mr. Sulu from no, Star Trek. It, it's just part of the Polynesian. And you have to French Fijian kiss an octopus. Type. Well, that's bonus. That's after you drink a certain amount of kava. Do I have to wanna... marry another man, too, while I'm there? Well, there's Jerry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no. And uh, just picture Jerry Can in a coconut bra. And skirt. I mean, I like Jerry. Not that much. Well, you know, after some kava, we you never know. Yeah, Gee, might... thanks, CJ. Oh, uh, don't get all bent Quit it. Shape. You're going to make Barry jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so No, he won't. Barry's up there pouting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Super well. Bitch. See, Steve, we haven't changed a bit. Can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> You've already been banned. forward to it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's breaking up a little bit, but he he is. Uh, you know, I know. You know, they're they're such a nice family. The the people that run Voli Voli Resort, and uh, we love seeing Steve and his brother Nick at the Dima show, and their uh, their manager Simon. Uh, has been oh, at yeah. the shows a few times too, so it's always fun catching up with them. But it's not the same until you get out on the uh, uh, island there and, and Voli Voli. And actually, you know, with Fiji Airways, they've actually kicked up their their flights quite a bit and uh, have a I think a kind of a newer newer fleet of aircraft now that are flying to Fiji. Is that right, Steve? Is that what you're hearing? Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, they've got new A350s and A330s doing the run from oh, nice. San Francisco and LA. Yeah. And it wasn't bad before. So, you know, just the travel to get over to Fiji, you know, you go out of L.A., that's what we're going to do. And Fiji Airways flies these uh, relatively new planes out there and and really got it down to a science because you leave late at night, California time. And then, you know, they, they'll serve you a drink or two, and they'll, they'll give you some stuff to make your uh, trip more comfortable, even in economy. And, and their economy is like our business class, let's be honest, in the, you know, as far as the U.S. is concerned. But the way they set up the schedule, they kind of, you know, take care of you for an hour or two, and then they put you to bed. Say, okay, everyone, time to go to sleep. And everyone nods off for a few hours, and uh, next thing you know, they wake you up for breakfast, and they just got the whole system down with the time and the schedule of, of flying from the States to Fiji, and that 11, 10, and 11-hour flight doesn't really feel nearly as long as you think it might be if you're not used to doing those long-haul-type flights. And they're pretty manageable, aren't they, Steve? You've done it a million times. Yep, I certainly have, and yeah, the fact that you leave late at night, it's time to go to sleep, and you wake up in the morning it's time to get going again that's right so they kind of jump start you into the time zone difference uh from what we experience here in the state so they they've made it very good and like i said uh, that'll be part of the adventure as well just flying with fiji airways and seeing what they got up their sleeves because i've heard a lot of good things in that regard well steve looking forward to going back to fiji thank you for letting us come back and uh, make the proper preparations, uh, you know, hire more security, whatever you got to do. <laughs> stock the bars. Yeah. Well, there's that. But uh, Don't worry about security. Just stock the bars. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't think there's any uh, issue there. Steve can hang with the best of them when it comes to uh, drinking a cocktail. Yeah, we had a blast on the strip. Yes. We had a good old time. All right. Looking forward to it. You ready for it, Steve? You'll take us? I certainly am, mate. And stocking the ladders getting the food ready and getting the beers ready i like it well let's not forget about the diving we got to get a little of that in too but it's going to be a good time yeah oh yeah we almost forget because all the social fun things that we get to do and these uh type of adventures all right well that's going to do it for this week we got bug fest coming up before fiji though that's a big show on that next week so make sure you listen in for that uh, Till next time, remember it's always better. Where, gang? Come on. Down. Where it's wetter. Save diamond, everyone. Jack Gustav, the All in Scuba Radio. On the boat and down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.